Every now and then something comes along that makes sense to me. It makes so much sense, I wanted to just share it with you. Then I realized that I have no one to, at least in the streaming world, explain this to because no one is even remotely interested or they don't see it my way. I'm going to give you a couple of examples of this. If you've ever had kids or been around kids, you will learn one thing, which is very interesting. If you want them to do something, recognize their obstinacy and use it against them. For example, parents should never do this, but sometimes they they push kids into eating. When kids don't want to eat, they don't eat. And for you to force them is just ridiculous. It's stupid. You are creating a a situation in which they're never going to be able to understand food because you're it has nothing to do with being hungry. It's time and following orders and uh, eat this and don't eat that and you must eat that. It's the worst thing in the world you could do. Parents should do everything in their power at first to never give kids stuff they don't want to eat. Don't start off by forcing them to do something stupid. By You're going to eat this and you're not going to leave until you finish everything on that plate and no you're 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 going to this this is a this is a disaster for kids being overweight or eating on time what time is it Six o'clock oh we didn't eat we got to eat okay but sometimes when you want them to eat something one of the most clever ways to do it is don't you touch that you better not touch that if i see you take one piece from that you are in trouble now, of course, they realize you're kidding, which is very interesting because, see, AGI can't do that yet. AGI can't, there is no AGI, but AI can't figure out when you're kidding. And there's no idea of being sarcastic. Go to chat GPT and write sarcastic into something, and it just doesn't know. It's trying, but anyway. So you tell the kid, don't eat that. And sure enough, next thing you know, he eats it. So what you've done is you've used that ability to... How do we say that you've used that ability to um, show some obstinacy? You've used it against them. Does that make any sense? Does that make any sense? You've 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 used it against them. You've 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 um, outsmarted them, so to speak. And you've used something which they've tended to look at in the beginning as something which is critical and you've twisted it. Does that make sense? You've twisted it. Okay. So sometimes if you want to destroy something, don't come at it the right way. Come at it a different way. Or if you do want to destroy something, overdo it. I thought for sure people would lose their fear of death through the idiocy and lunacy of the funeral, but they haven't. It's only cemented it, which is very interesting. I thought for sure people would say, oh, this is ridiculous. They're going to say, oh, no, 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 no. This is not the way to celebrate life, but that's exactly what happened. So what am I trying to say? What am I saying? I'm always thinking of the good guy doing good things by pretending to be the bad guy doing good things to the bad people, which is really good. 
It's like the parent trying to, I want you to eat this, but I don't want you to know I'm wanting you to eat this, so I'm going to use your, indica- indic- your, your, your tendency to be obstinate against you. See if you figure this out. I want you to eat your spinach, but if I tell you to, you won't do it. So I'm going to tell you not to. And I'm going to make a big deal. Don't you touch that. And you, of course, being the kid, will say, oh, yeah, I'll show you. And before you know it, guess what? Kids eating the spinach and then, okay. What does all this mean? Two things I've seen, I've seen happen. Number one, I think I told you this the other day. There was a, I was at a place Interestingly enough, in it, it was this kind of um, it was a beautiful Jersey kind of a farm, big big produce place. Anyway, very 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 family, and there was a guy standing there. Imagine I want you to imagine somebody who looks like, I think a tall guy with a beard, you know, just looks like a regular person wearing basically a sundress, sandals, and a little like a little peasant uh, scarf or something with no makeup, but just standing there. Almost like like it's a joke. Almost like, or almost as if they were mocking somebody dressed like that. I saw it again last night. There's a little theater group in our hood. And there was a man standing outside. It was a man. And he was, it was with a bunch of uh, theater folks. And it was nice to see kind of like the bohemian types attempting to be bohemian. And he was standing there dressed as a woman, not really, transgender, not really, but somebody who was doing it like you would have a tattoo. Does that make sense to you? Like somebody who said, am I hip now? Yeah, I'm standing there. And, and, and you could tell in this group, they probably said, oh, that's, that's Chad or whoever. That's our transgender friend. But as I'm standing there, we're waiting, I'm looking, I'm saying, I'm not buying this at all. I don't, I don't think this is trans. I, I think this is somebody acting transgender by virtue of wearing the clothing in order to look as though they are part of this, this movement. Like the other guy, this guy standing in his produce, just standing there. It didn't, it didn't work. It didn't work. So I'm thinking, wait a minute. Do you think there are people who completely missed the point and who figure, oh, so so being in drag is, is or not in drag, I shouldn't say that, but, but wearing, you know, so is that non-binary? Yes. You could tell, and you're going to say, how do I know this? How do I know this to be true? I don't. You must recognize my instincts. This was a person who had no interest whatsoever, but who thought, this is what's cool. I'm going to do this. Maybe he was gay. Maybe, and again, I'm just reading into this. I could be all wrong, but I don't think so. Maybe I'm gay. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm this. Maybe I'm feel. But more importantly, I want to fit in. Point number two. One of the best, if not the best shows on Netflix, whatever, is this Black Mirror. This is Joan is Awful. It is so good because it makes you think in ways that if they were smart, 
if they were smart, they would have discussions on this and really use it as a discussion of AI, AGI, and that sort of thing. Now, there was a, there was a, uh, apparently, there was a, in, um, when was this? In June, June, oh, just the other day, there was a, um, I guess a uh, show or something at the Paris Theater here in New York. If you know where that is, Netflix owns it. It's next to the plaza. And they had on Annie Murphy, who was really good actress. She's just kind of bubblehead, kind of a goofball from um, Schitt's Creek and Salma Hayek in this. And on the stage, now listen to me, I'm going to ask you to try your best. On the stage, in front of a predominantly LGBTQ audience, they were on the stage with drag queens. Now let me stop right there. Let me stop right there. Do you see what's happening? Let me tell you. And this is the most important thing I can tell you. They are making this out to be, and they are creating this to be. Another example of the tattoo, people who said, for whatever reason, all of a sudden, I'm going to be a drag person or transgender because this is what you have to do to be cool. And by virtue of this, by virtue of what we're seeing, by virtue of what is being shown, you are diluting the legitimacy of people who are truly transgendered. You are creating an artificial group of people who, like the tattoo, are wearing this persona because this is what they believe to be Cool. I am, let's say if you are, you might be gay, you might be bohemian, you might be shocking. There was a time, do you remember when people wore pink hair, mohawks, goth, punk, big, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, white face, black lipstick, leather jackets, studded. All of a sudden, this was to shock, to fit in, number one, to make a statement and to be part of the contemporary scene. Later on, they said one day, this is stupid, I'm old, I'm moving on. You don't see people who are 50 years old walking around with mohawks and whatever. I mean, you might, but if you do, arrest them because they're an escapee. Then later on, there were other forms. There was the grunge form. There was a kind of a... And by the way, grunge was invented by Neil Young. I don't care what anybody says. Kurt Cobain, sloppy, long hair... A lot of flannel. Remember that? Remember that group? Okay, fine. And later on, there was other different... There were the... There was... Remember the, the hippie... Remember when you were in high school? I, we, we, we didn't have co-ed, but maybe you do. There were different factions. There was the... There were people who... Oh, oh, uh, during the 60s in particular. I remember this. The, quote, militant black. This is somebody who said, not only am I going to be... I'm going to identify myself by wearing a dashiki, a fro, glasses, (sighs) wrap brown, Eldridge Cleaver, sort of. I'm going to change my name. Maybe I'm going to wear a black. This is my... 
Great. Got it. Do you see what's happening? Well, now we have people who are for the first time saying, okay, I'll be non-binary. What does that mean? Well, in this movie, Joan is off or this TV show, which we'll talk about in a moment. You will now see the obligatory character, the person who wears the dress. Never saw one of those before. Nobody wore a dress. You could wear a dress anytime you want. Nobody wanted to wear a dress. No non-binaries. Nobody. Nobody. We're in New York. We see people. I've seen everything you can imagine. There was no... We never saw this on the street. You might have seen this at clubs or something. You might have seen it if, if you're into that scene. But you never saw it day to day. It didn't exist. But it could have existed, but it didn't exist. Then it became fashionable. And it's going to ruin the effort because of what you're doing. You're going to do to it what you've done to the... You're going to do it what you've done to the... Um, to every other movement you've touched. You're going to turn it into a joke. And it's going to be artificial. And mark my words, mark my words, the tattoo thing is so overkill, it doesn't mean anything anymore. It is passe. You cannot have a revolution when things are passe. You can't do anything. People say, oh, yeah. They... Okay. But this one you can't take off. And mark my words, mark my words, we live in such a an absolutely narcissistic world. This is, this is, this is where it's going to be the, not funny, it's going to be cruel. When people who are going to get their faces completely scarred, scarred uh, by this. Uh, when, when, when people are doing everything out of their power, or in their power, to take a Ozempic and uh, uh, semaglutides and all of these uh, diabetes, anti-obesity medications... You're seeing this right now. You're seeing people who are going to, there's going to be very, very serious side effects. Listen to what I'm saying. Go with this. I know this is tough. Narcissism will always work out. And you're going to see more women in particular who later on, when they're 50, 60, do you know what happens to skin? Listen to me. Listen to me. You can pull it up all you want. You can fill it up all you want. But elasticity changes, collagen changes, and you're going to have sagging mounds of wobbly, jiggly tofu, maybe, like smears of unintelligible blotches and bruises that you got when you were trying to be hip, and now you're stuck with this. Because the canvas of your artwork, the canvas, the medium of your, of your spirit of, of revolution, doesn't allow this anymore. That's going to be, Mark, remember I'm telling you this. I sit and I laugh. I'm, I can't, I, please just let me live long enough to see this. So I can tattoo, I told you so. So see, see this? I want you to see this. Every, everywhere I go, I just want to go like that. See, I told you, you weren't paying attention. 
You just thought this was a fad. You just you you didn't see this social revolution that was taking place. I was there. I saw it. I saw it through masks. I thought saw it through social distancing. I saw the advent of of Karens, and I saw you and in your tattooing. Then I saw a bunch of people, and you know it. People are going to be going and showing pictures. You won't have an album like we used to, but maybe one day you're going to show people on their, I don't know, their phones or something. Yeah, this is me. This is me. Oh, yeah, this is me in my dress. Yeah, well, this is where we, this was the trans non-binary thing that we were in. Yes, I wore a dress. Why? Because we, we, we just did that. Did you ever feel yourself as a woman? No. Of course not. No. Never. No. No. Yesterday we were saw a friend of ours, wonderful person, gay, uh, older, and we were talking and said, do, do you know anybody in your, anybody, do, do you, this, this is a man who has been in the business, in the business, let me just say this, in the, um, the fashion and whatever, in New York, knows, has seen things, been around since pre-Stonewall all the way, has been through every iteration of this, from Boy George, that era, Studio 54, CBGBs, the, you name it. Did you ever see, did you ever see, I ask, in your life, a preponderance of truly truly transgender, where somebody says, I am a woman, and I am going to, he said, maybe a few, but that wasn't it. Meaning that people's gender, listen to what I'm saying, their gender had nothing to do with their sexuality. You were a gay man, a female, a gay woman, a gay man, a gay... That being gay, the the expression of homosexuality, whatever, included your gender. You can't be a homosexual if you are of 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 the 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 quote correct gender. So anyway, make a long story short. Do you see what's happening? There is this confusion. Everybody using fashion and being included. People are looking and doing and changing so that they don't know what they are anymore. They don't. There was a time when if you wanted to be, if you thought being gay was hip, okay, it's pretty easy to do that. You can just do it. You can just say it or then not say it. Women especially know this. Do you know the number of young women who go to college, away from home the first time, find their way in a semi-quasi-radicalized world in which they meet maybe girls or friends and they see what amounts to basically a new form, new levels of intimacy that they did not have. And they go to college and they meet somebody. Maybe, maybe there was a, maybe there was a roommate. I know. I saw this once in particular. 
And a friend of mine who's a gay woman said, oh, I know what that is. She, we were explaining. She's going to go. Every, a lot of people experiment with that. They go uh, to college. They may have periods where they are uh, holding hands. They might have moments of intimacy. I don't want to say they grow out of it, but it was something that was a part of a radicalized kind of a rite of passage. Not everybody. A lot do. More than you can imagine. But they didn't permanently do anything. They can revert back. They're now married, they have kids, or whatever it is. And I still think gender fluidity is... Mm, sexual fluidity, big deal, especially among women. What women, their Overton window of sexuality is far greater than that of men. Men is men are more cryptic. Men show their sexuality in a in, in a more of a, a cryptic uh, kind of a hidden occult world, not you know occult uh, witchcraft. But men will use their own sense of how do I say this? This idealized, dare I say homoerotic based love by virtue of sports, military, firemen, uh, groups of seemingly masculine, hey, we're, we're a bunch of buddies. Is Okay. Hyper-masculine, yeah. Have you noticed the way men, the new ones, they do this, I don't know what it is, it's the shoulder thing where you go like that. I don't know what the hell this thing is. I went through the handshake the right arm, remember this, during the 70s, this, you know, where you grab the thumb and like, like your kind of a wrist rustle or whatever you're doing that. And then they, some of them, they did all this stuff and and, and maybe, you know, that. But and then there's this stuff. It's like men are trying, try, this is as close to kind of intimacy as you can imagine. I don't know. But that's different. The Overton window of sexuality is different. Gender, no. The sexuality, yeah. What what people don't realize? Remember, years ago there was this thing called the um, the uh, uh, men would get together. They go out into the woods with their drums and they would connect with whatever the hell it was they were trying to connect with. Remember that? Did you ever see that one? Okay, that was so Freudian. It wasn't even it wasn't even funny. It wasn't even funny how how that was done. Nobody could. Deal with it. Okay, let me go back to what I'm saying. So right now, we are seeing the following. And I want you to think about this. What if somebody said, this year, imagine in the shadow government meeting, in the the year when, just, you know when they have the upfronts? Have you ever heard that? Do you know what upfronts are? Upfronts are every year, well, they used to have them, I don't know about now. Networks will have all the affiliates come to New York, usually, or, or California, or LA, and they'll say, These are our new, this is our new product. These are our new, this is our new show. This is our new uh, sitcom. This is the new season of Saturday Night Live. These are our new stars. This is what's going to be hot. This show. And they say, Okay. And they buy up the time, whatever. Okay. When the shadow government who runs everything, they have the military division, there's a social division, there's a legal division, but then there's the, but there's a social, spiritual, and, and pop uh, thing. They get together and they say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to just make, we're going to create, this year, the themes are going to be drag queens, 
over the top. Think RuPaul. RuPaul used to have a degree, how do I say this, of, of um, I don't want to say style, but there was a certain degree of art to it. It wasn't just RuPaul was RuPaul for this sense. She was trying to, he, she was trying to look seriously, you know, glamorous. And yes, dry, but it was serious. It wasn't a joke. RuPaul wasn't, this wasn't um, like professional wrestling. This wasn't a work. It was real. And here in New York, we saw this. There were there were burlesque houses. They took their, their art very, very seriously. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. I told you, there was a restaurant. It's Lucky Chang. You, you could not, I don't even know if it's over, you could not believe what you saw. Could not believe it. These were people who were who looked men who looked like women. Their whole their whole idea it wasn't garish. It wasn't garish. Imagine if you went to a a phony. Sometimes they're theme restaurants. There's one Ellen Stardust right there on Broadway where you can. Um, it, it's it's a bunch of people love the standing lines. It's, it's a kind of a diner restaurant where they have people from Broadway sing and dance whatever. What if you had something called. Uh, you know, uh, Chris Rocks, whatever, right on uh, diner. And it was devoted to a celebration of blackness with black people wearing froze and, and, and being over-the-top, prototypical, almost caricatures of the black pride, black movement. It would never be tolerated. You would say, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. No. You would not see an Italian restaurant overplaying the mafia bit. There was a thing called Tony and Tina's Wedding a while back, which was kind of, that was not the same, but it's a little sort of role-playing-ish. But anyway, this, this is a, you would never see that. You would never see that. It, it wouldn't. It would. It wouldn't be very wise. It wouldn't be very wise. You would never see a Chinese restaurant where people would be dressed as coolies and hop sing and all of those characteristics. You would never see a Native American uh, restaurant or theme with the way Hollywood. Be. No, you wouldn't see that. That would be considered caricaturish. But what are you seeing now regarding trans? And and uh, drag, you're seeing clownish, over the top, amateurish, cartoon esque versions of this. Do you think it is a possibility that it was being created and drawn out to destroy it? When I saw this person last night, in particular, I realized this guy is not buying it. This it was a man dressed as a woman. He, he's not buying this. This is a fad to him. This is a fad. This is this is like wearing, you know, your hair. Whatever. You know that punk look? This was a punk look. However, punk look was music. You're taking on the characteristics of a of a gender. This is inauthentic. This isn't going to work. This has been done. This has been promoted to destroy it. It's like getting the kid by telling him. Don't eat that spinach, and he eats it out of obstinacy. You want to destroy this by saying, no, no, do it. Bring it out. And then one day you look around and say, this is, this is not. There are people out there who are truly trans. 
truly who say, no, this is my, this, I, I want to, I'm a woman, I'm dressing like a woman, and this is, this is a joke. You're making fun of me. You're trivializing this. It is so multi-layered. And that is something which Joe Biden's not going to talk about. Bobby Kennedy Jr. is not going to talk about. It's something that we have to talk about. It's our, it's from our social. It's, it's, it's how we, we deal with this thing. It is so interesting. All of a sudden, do you remember when AI AI came out this year a couple of months ago? When I say AI, you started talking about this. Chat GPT, overnight, what happened? Boom, just here it is. Bow, that's it. That's it. Now, as I was saying, Joan is awful. Watch this. Absolutely if you get it, if you understand it, if you see, and by the way, I'll bet you, well, if, if this is like most things, if you brought the director of this, if you brought um, Ali Panku, Panku uh, this is the director, if you brought the people who did this out and you say, this is what I got out of this, they will say, no. No. Did you see Artifice Girl? There's so much. Let me explain something. Netflix, there's good stuff. And it's almost like they're giving you hints of this. They're, they're, they're hinting. They're telling you. We're letting you know. We're letting you in on this. Can you follow what we're doing here? Are you following this? But I don't even know if the people who are doing this understand what this is about. Because this is really, I don't want to say heady, but heady. It's multiple layered complicated. And here's the best part. The people that are unfortunately in my immediate circle, those people who I have unfortunately aligned myself with, uh, philosophically, at least ostensibly align myself with, philosophically and whatever, do not understand any of this. This is not the Fox News crowd. They don't want to know anything about this. They have no clue. To them is that this is bad and it's against the Bible or something. Very simple. Say, no, 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 no. This is This is very, very simple. I would love to go to the trans community, the real real, real, the people who have said, I've lived with this, this is not a joke. Because I believe there are people who, to use the phrase, were born in the wrong body. Absolutely. Absolutely. How many people? You want to, I love when they say, well, how many? I don't know. Not everybody's diabetic. But a lot are. Not everybody, and I'm not trying to say this is a disease, but not everybody, not everybody is blonde, but a lot are. So I don't know what this means, how many of them. But they would look at this and say, you're mocking this. This isn't a fad for me. See, people can't be black. You, you, you can say, you know what, being black is hip. I think I'm going to be black. Rachel Dolezal, notwithstanding. And don't forget what I'm telling you. There are people who are going to say, oh, being, being black is a, is a matter of, of, of mentality as well because I was raised in a black community. 
that's coming up next. Don't 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 think it's not. But there there this this is mocking it. There are people who are transgender who would say there's nothing funny about this. You know this thing this thing this guy walking around with you know stumps and made up and laughing and being trans doesn't mean going into a school scaring some kid shaking some phallus at them and having them put dollars in my but no you're you're ruining this if i didn't know better i'd swear it's being done on purpose to actually destroy the cause look at what's happening look at the people who are now pushing themselves into this world of yeah i'm i'm going to wear a dress it's not about wearing a dress well it is now because if that's if that's it remember how how plastic straws were out now they're in again. What happened to the what happened to the whale? What happened to them? We you just you just went into this. You 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 jumped into it. Whatever the fat is, tattooing, I'll do it. I'll do it. Studs, no problem, I'll do it. <clears throat> Gay, I'll do it. That's it. I'll 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 wear clothing, I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever you want me to do. But the thing about it is that when it comes to trans, from these people who supposedly care so much about you, they're they're trivializing it and making a joke out of it. This is serious stuff. And if I were somebody who was going through that, I would be very upset. So don't be surprised if the people who are promoting something are trying to destroy it by saturating the world with something that they actually are not in favor of but they want to habituate you to it. Now, this Joan is Awful is about AI, sort of, and deep fakes and the future and what you, um, how do we say this, what, what you allow yourself to be a part of. Nobody understands it. It is still at the stage of Will we? Will they be able to write scripts? Will they be able to um, write songs? Will they be able to, etc., etc., etc.? That's where it's at right now. That's not even close to it. That's not even the issue. That's not it. And this Joan is awful. And if they talk about AI, well, that's not really AI. But but but, and deepfake is not AI. That's not that's something we're talking about. AGA, artificial general intelligence, is mimicking humanity. That's the thing. And that's the problem people have. And that's, that's the thing that people do not understand. That's the thing that people don't understand. I can't say it enough. I can't. It's bigger than anything you have seen. It is bigger than anything. It is so big, nobody can even get their, their arms around it. They can't. It's going to trans, it's going to change everything. Everything. You won't be able to tell. Forget real from imaginary and all that. That's not it. And there's going to be more of taking over jobs. The question is, is alignment going to be a part of it? Is anybody interested in alignment? Is anybody, does anybody care about that? You know, the real issue is, again, going to be artificial general intelligence. The 
human cognition, the human brain and mind. They're already, and whatever you, they're holding back. They're telling you it's primitive now. Oh, no, no, it's far more advanced than anything you've seen before. By the way, that's one thing we're talking about. I'm going to tell you this in a different way. Notice how they're going after the Supreme Court. And the two people who are going to emerge as the titans of the Supreme Court are Thomas and Alito. Not Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh's going to wimp out. If I didn't know better, Kavanaugh made a deal with people. Kavanaugh and this Katanji, nothing. You don't hear anything. Uh, uh, Alito. Alito is already doing this this preemptive uh, work with Wall Street Journal and uh, ProPublica. That's Soros. Keep an eye on that one. That is beyond huge. Watch the clown show in the Republican Party. Bobert. Uh, notice Marjorie Taylor Greene. Where is she going? Somebody also got the word to Matt Gates. Calm down. And finally, in what was a very good and actually very interesting piece that Tucker Carlson did, was this his fifth or something? It's very interesting. People say, oh. The question is, what is the worth of that and what's being done? And finally today, every all eyes on Bobby Kennedy Jr. There are, as we speak, websites, uh, journalists, the people that you don't know, who are writing things that will blow your mind and it's just underneath the surface. And you've got to know where to look. In less than five years, whale well, it could be a year, could be two years, but, but in less than five years, your news, every news piece that you want is going to be on a paywall. It's going to be your selective, like your like the old subscription magazines, whatever. This generalized stuff you're seeing will destroy itself. Will just destroy itself. It has just hit a kind of a homogenized because you're not getting the information that you need. Bobby Kennedy is going to change this in ways you have never seen. Bobby Kennedy, now that he, understand the genius of this, now that he is running for office, for president, he has, in order for you to cover him, you have to cover what he's saying. And for you to cover what he's saying means you violate the terms and conditions of many media platforms. Is that genius or what? In order to cover him, in order to cover him, you have to violate the rules of these social media platforms. This is so good and so heady and so mind-blowing what is happening right now. However, if you just look what are we talking about? This sub. Now, tragic to be sure. How much do you want to talk about that? Why is this sub so interesting? Can somebody tell me this? Again, it's tragic. Do you want to see tragic? I'll tell you tragic. 
We'll get in the car, we'll go to Memorial Sloan Kettering, and we'll go to the pediatric oncology unit. And we'll look at these kids fighting for their life and their parents crying and screaming over the fact that their child won't make 10 years old. That's tragic. When people find themselves involved in daring do, whether they want to be in you know, spacecraft or whatever it is, or climbing mountains or doing it, yes, there is a risk there is an absolute, it should be avoided at all costs. A human life is a human life. But why is this important? You know why? Because they're lazy. I'll tell you one more thing. The people who are running this show are some of the most incurious. I know one in particular. John Cleese, I was watching an interview he did with Nick Gillespie from Reason. John Cleese said, he spent his whole life dealing with people who never understood, people in the, in the um, imagination arts, who never really understood how things work. And believe me when I'm telling you this. Believe me when I'm telling you this. There is one person, I wish I could introduce you to one person. I would sit him down and I would say, kind of like, what's my line? Guess what he does. You got to just ask him questions. Other than, you know, what do you do? He is probably one of the most stupid, base imposters and poseurs you will ever meet in your life. And he's in charge of a big media group. Has no cliche like you wouldn't believe. Doesn't understand it. Doesn't get the essence of what the story is. I want you to think about what I'm saying. And when I find myself speaking this, I, I, I do this, and then I do my private channel stuff, and I end up speaking, and I, I'm not speaking to myself, well, I guess I am, but I'm, I'm, I'm reciting these things. And at the end of the day, I'm in a state of zen. It's the weirdest thing, because I walk around saying, they don't understand it. You know, soil and green is people. They don't understand what people are paying attention to. And, and those people who fancy themselves as knowing what's going on. I've never seen anything like it. So follow us here. Support us. And there are so many other people. I saw this. Remember that show? What is it called? It was called The Rise. The, the, um, it was The Rising. It was on... I think it was in the hills. Very good now. There were two guys. Sagar, Sagar, Sajak, Sagar, and another one. And now they do this other thing. She sounds 10 years old. He's smart. Their replacements are smart. But it's safe. They're not... They're they're young enough. Oh, and I let me just tell you right now. You've heard of sexist and uh, racist and um, whatever. I am an ageist. <clears throat> you cannot possibly understand what is going on now if you did not live at least through the Vietnam War. If you lived during World War II, lucky for you. That was a noble war. Korea, nobody remembers. 
my world, my generation, from 1963, when I was five years old, from 63 to 68, was the five-year of assassinations. MLK, Martin Luther King, uh, Bobby Kennedy, John Kennedy, Malcolm X. Then Vietnam, then Watergate, then to be at the advent of the um, Internet. Then to go through 9-11, to go through 9-11, to be here then, and to be able to say, I remember the internet when it first started. Do you remember what that was? No. Because the kids today, sorry, they were born in captivity. They have no idea. And they are so afraid of going deep. It's like, my whole world is nothing but deception. We have a healthy appreciation for NSA, which nobody mentions anymore, CIA, Black Ops, False Flag, MKUltra, Tuskegee, Go Through It, Operation Ajax, Mongoose, Paperclip, uh, Table, I mean, you name it. We were born with a mentality of seeing this is what we saw. We saw the role of music. We saw the role of Intel subvert the world of, of music. We saw how uh, propaganda from Capra on out, we saw Leave it to Beaver as a version of... Did you know that Dallas and others were used as propaganda? How, for the longest time, Intel worked with Hollywood? We know all about this. And there's no way... If I were to sit here and talk to somebody with a nose ring and a tattoo named Michaela, who was doing this, she's not going to understand this. I am an ageist. I admit it. And I give, I hate to say it, young people have to work even harder to win my trust because you just don't know it. You're, you're from another... If you never knew about thalidomide and how this could happen, like, oops... You don't understand the necessity of what the FDA really can do. If you don't know about Agent Orange, if you don't know about COINTELPRO, if you don't know, I mean, if this, if this means nothing to you, if you cannot tell me what JFK was from the beginning until now, and you saw the iterations of this, and the development of the word conspiracy theory, which you, as a... 20-something or 30-something, repeat. If you can't get through a sentence without saying like 50 times, I have no time for you. If you must repeat, hey guys, if guys is your universal salutation, for I just, I don't fit in and I plead guilty. I go to the really hardcore, serious, deep thinkers. And by the way, let me tell you something. The people who are making the greatest impact regarding intelligence, uh, intelligence um, uh, studies and science and AI and AGI are people who are younger. Oh, absolutely. They have no frame of reference in terms of what they have to be careful of. Listen to Ray Kurzweil, who's not young, and Ben Gertzel, who's not young, and listen to this wide-eyed, uh, exuberance about the greatness of AI. Though they're 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 operatives, bought and sold. If you can't understand this, 
If you don't know what to look for, if you go through life without being suspicious, and you really, and as people use the term much too much, literally read the news as truth, you're missing everything. These are times you will never forget. And you got one of two things. You can go the usual route. You can follow the Fox News. And by the way, I'm going to tell you something. And you're not going to believe, you're, you're, you're not going to do this because this is so anathema to you. And I understand it. You have got to see, you've got to spend some time listening to, listen to, uh, watch the uh, morning show of CNN and see what you notice differently. Look at what you notice. Be a media observer. Don't believe it. Watch what's happening. This is very important because that's still critical. Watch a little bit of MSDNC. They're rising to the top. Fox is just going back to being a plain old pre-Roger Ailes. Make money, sell stuff, get the good paying ads and, and milk toast. Bring that Overton window. I love that word is being used too much. But bring it down so we don't lose our people. But give them pablum and unimportant schmaltz and blather regarding conservatism. Yeah, 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 yeah. You understand that? Listen to what I'm saying. And what you're also seeing right now is there is a, if you read through this, if you read through, remember we have people, not everybody who's watching this is writing, but if you read through what the reactions are, you will see a level of appreciation you just don't hear anybody ever talk about. Using terms, using frames of reference, nobody discusses. Nobody. You got it? Nobody. And just now I've seen this Politico breaking news, New York Times breaking news. No, 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 no. That's a diversion. That's not it. That's not the breaking news. The other stuff is a breaking news. And also, uh, well, I think I've said enough. This is, this is too much for people to follow. I recognize that. But you will. Go back and watch it later. All right, dear friends. All right, dear friends. Oh, by the way, did I tell you something? I ran into something the other day. I drove by and I saw it was a Bed Bath & Beyond. And I remember they had my pillow. Remember my pillow? It was so popular. So popular. It was like this. They came out of nowhere. And they were doing just great, right? Everything was terrific. They were so popular. And, you know, Mike Lindell and, oh, my God. And he made the mistake of daring to say, I like President Trump. Well, that's no good. And then they tried to link him with subversion and whatever. And one of the first places ever to go was Bed Bath & Beyond. Look at them now. So Mike Lindell is still here. So one thing you can do to always support us and to support, I love people who say, I'm doing it. Just like sometimes you'll see a, uh, a, uh, a, a, a business that's run by veterans. Or there's a guy that I know, this older man, he makes his own, what is it, make the honey, but he produces his own honey. He's at the end of his driveway and whenever I see him, I, I, I buy honey for people. I don't use honey, but other people. And I just love that. I love people who say, I'm going to do this. 
So right now, MyPillow.com, they have been our sponsors. If you go to MyPillow.com, you put in a promo code Lionel, you get a free gift, they know which is tautological. But they have the MyPillow 2.0. You've got the mattress toppers. Go through this MyPillow, I mean my coffee, my coffee. The slippers, I love when somebody says, the slippers, they're selling, they have this uh, closeout sale. Slippers that went 150 bucks for $25. That's their killer. So anyway, support them. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. Do it. Because I've always liked people who say, I believe in what I say. I believe. And I, 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 I was talking to one of my best friends ever. 35 years, maybe I've known him. On the ideological spectrum, we're, 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 we're kindred spirits of some things, but very different and far, far. Doesn't matter. I don't care about that. His type of food, where he lives, the music he listens to, I don't agree with that. Doesn't matter. And I've always liked people who believe who he says what he wants. And that's what I like about this My Pillow. They stand for something. It's like we. So anyway, go there and buy everything you can. And use promo code Lionel. If you ever hear another radio station, somebody else uses their, forget forget their promo code. Don't do it. That doesn't help us. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about these people. Get your own beer, okay? All right, dear friends. Have a great and a glorious day. We'll see you tonight at 7 p.m. I wish you well. I wish you greatness. I'm, uh, I do my, um, this is very interesting. On my Lionel Media, I always do a video story from some you know that Twitter won't let you post certain websites and they just don't want you as open as Elon Musk is yeah yeah okay but I have a section at the end where I give you music that maybe you don't know about maybe you do Dan Hicks I'm into a lot of Nick Drake of course and believe it or not one of the most interesting and a great guitar player is Martin Mull. There's this thing called the I'm Everyone I've Ever Loved, that album, which I loved in the, I guess, 80s, maybe 70s, 80s. There's a song called The Humming Song. Oh, Dan Hicks and His Hot Licks. Uh, the, the, the music that is out today is so good. God bless Spotify. I'm hearing music and women, performers, musicians, drummers. Jeff Beck had almost what? All f- drummers, bass players, or somebody? Women. The guitar Wilkenfeld on bass. Oh my God. So anyway, that's that too. Life is a balance. It's not just don't, don't, just don't, you know, get into this stuff about, you know, Trump, Trump. Okay, fine. This is about something else. It's about your own spiritual journey. That's all. I don't want to get corny about this. But if you want to hear some other stuff, lionelmedia.com. All right, my friends, have a great day. See you uh, later at 7 p.m. Until then, remember, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.